Welcome, listeners. This is episode nine of the Black Coochie Podcast, a conversation celebrating Black women's sexuality, inspiring us to be healed, whole, and free. Today, we'll talk about a healing blueprint and the resources that support it. Um, We'll explore the role of resources um, to catalyze our sexual and spiritual evolution to support our transformation. And so we'll start, I'll throw it over to Lisette. Why are resources important to our spiritual and sexual evolution? That's a great question. Um, The interesting thing about resources is that there's nothing new under the sun. And I believe it's- Okay, scripture, she started off with scripture. Come on. (laughs) It's the Wade. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, let me focus. So I think that resources give you a glimpse into other ways of doing the same thing. Right. That we're all on a healing journey and we can learn from one another in the process. So that's why you can see a gazillion journals out there. Right. Because there's different journals with prompts or with reminders or with just open space because journaling is one pathway, one technology mm-hmm. to do this, right? Um, you also see seven-week devotionals or like guides that help you do practices and reflections, right? There are just core exercises that are native to the healing journey for human beings. And I believe resources allow our unique personalities to get in where we fit in. I like that. Well, and I think we need catalysts as human beings, mm-hmm. right? So a prompt, a person could be a prompt, right? A mantra can be a prompt. A quote can be a prompt. A journal um, question can be a prompt. And so I think we need catalysts to move us. And they're like companions mm-hmm. uh, that move us in our journey towards evolution, towards a transformation. So that's books, journals, like you said, different points of views, or even mentors that are not people that we know, but who are our mentors in a certain subject or reading, right? So my feminist mentor would be like bell hooks, right? Of like, who are our mentors that we're reading and we're learning from that are going to quote unquote, like baptize us into something, a new way of being, a new way of thinking, a new point of clarity or information, even, um, helping us to explore a new aspect or parts of ourselves. Right. And so I think that when we're kind of in, we're thinking about our adolescence and like zero to 18, like we have one view of of ourselves. And I think the process of aging is we get to explore, uncover, embrace, and integrate all parts of ourselves. And sometimes I think we need tools in order to bring out different parts of ourselves or different aspects of ourselves. And for me, writing and reading are those companions for me on a journey, right? It's like doulas. They're going to help what is being born into my soul to come to come about, right, to to usher in. There we go, yes. Um, And so I think we need resources and tools and companion in order to do that well and and accelerate our growth, right? Because Mm -hmm. we're not, go back to Bob, we ain't meant to be alone, right? It's not good for us to be alone. That's why we have people. That's why we have community in both journeys and hopefully our spiritual journey, but also in our sexual evolution, right, of of what we do or don't do, like or don't like boundaries, what we explore, how, what what is our sense of both of them tap into? And I think that's why we talk about them together, our sense of self. And integrating that, right? Right, exactly. And the wholeness, right? We talk about our tagline being healed, whole, and free. 
and resources, I, I, I think they're so important because a different resource will hit you right where you need to be at that point in your journey. Because where you are today is not where you're going to be next year. Hopefully And it not. definitely is not where you were a year ago, right? And I think I'm appreciative of the way that resources, the diversity, the spectrum of resources allows us to meet ourselves where we are. Right? Absolutely. Well, and I think, um, and I have a question for you, but before that, I think that and then now we can be broader. There's podcasts, yes. there's series yeah. that provoke um, and invoke different things in I mean, in we, us, right? Didn't we talk about that in uh, what is it, sex, episode five, seven, 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 seven? Edu- edutainment. You see, you see how she knew which episode it was, y'all. I'm like, was it five or seven? I don't know. I just show up to a studio and I talk together. with Ebony, and then Ebony keeps me on track. This is the beauty <laughs> of Black Coochie Podcast. Okay, what's okay, your my question? question for you? Is what specific resources, book, journals, prompts, class has shaped you spiritually and or sexually? So, what resources have shaped you? most. If you want to think about it, I can share mine. You know why she's saying that, y'all, listeners? Because she is an amazingly prepared cold. I have the spirit of preparation. (laughs) (laughs) She's an amazingly prepared co-host. And I just be like, I got books and retreats. No, um, I mean, for me, journals are my thing. Um, for me, journaling is the way that I get into. What is the um, devotional that we supposed to be doing together now? What is it? Sac- Sacred self care. Yeah, you heard y'all heard y'all heard that we supposed to be to get, doing together right now. That's because she started before me. But I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not we salty move about on, okay. it. We gonna move on. Yes, we both have it. I'm also currently reading Homecoming by Bryant. T h e m a Thema Tama. Brian, and it's about coming home to yourself. Mm. Um, and that book has been good. Come As You Are yes. has been good. Um, Emily Nagoski, I've enjoyed that book. And then there is one other book that I need to pull up. I'm actively trying to pull it up because it is a book of head and heart, and it includes guided meditations. That While you have, pulled that up, what's the one that we did together? It was about calling in the one. Calling in the one. Once. We did that together. So that calling in the one was a seven-week exploration. I wouldn't even call it a devotional about how it was really about how you heal to attract the love of your life. So yes. I did it three times. Lisette did it twice. She didn't have the love of her life. I'm still out here searching, <laughs> searching. I I've been around the world life. and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't find my baby. I don't know when. I don't know why. Okay. You see what happens here? Y'all see what happens here? So Calling in the One, that was one we did together. That was transformative. Probably one of the most transformative. It wasn't, it really, it was, it was, the end goal was attracting romance, but it's really how to clear your baggage closet. You did so many letters, so many rituals, so many journal entries, really about healing your inner child, your inner wounds, your trauma, forgiving your parents, your past. It was deep. It was deep. So two things I'm going to say. One, the book I was looking for is called Heart Minded, How to Hold Yourself and Others in Love. Sarah Blondin, B-L-O-N-D-I-N. Ooh. And amazing 
um, amazing content. And for those of us that enjoy guided meditations, mm. um, which I particularly enjoy for my personal my healing journey, um, she has recorded guided meditations at the end of every chapter. So phenomenal. And then the other is all about love, Bell Hooks. Oh, yes. Right? The whole series. And that, that series, but I particularly like, like love, all, all about, about love. love. I'm now attracted to reading the one that's about masculinity. Yes. Right? Because love and masculinity. I, love and, is, but that's not the name of it. It's the masculine search for love, but there's another, there's a... It's a different title to it. Anyway. The subtitle is the masculine search for love. Yes. There's a feminine search for love. Yes. And then there's one about black love. Exactly. These are the books and Bell Hooks Love Series. All of those are really good meditations. They really are. And so I'm here for that. And then I have done a couple of retreats that have been really positive around connecting me to my body. Um, one I helped co-create, which um, was a healing retreat for a small group of LGBTQ folks. And another was with an organization that I work with called the Incarnation Institute for Sex and Faith. And so mm. we did, you know, again, it was a small curated group. We did a lot of self-reflection and really exercises that connect how we understand God and how we understand sexuality and um, pushing through that. So on mine, for my spiritual growth and development, the first was Inyala Vazant, right? Yes, and so course. like some of her earlier books... And her earlier work, so I think kind of just shaped womanhood in your sense of self. I love Richard Rohr. Um, he's a Franciscan priest and just kind of talk a about spiritual development in this expansive way, even though he's a priest, he always said he's on the edge of the inside, right? And so mm -hmm. that's kind of how I feel, at least about like Christianity and spiritualities of, of like that has shaped and grown me, but like open to so many other modalities. And I think that his work about around spiritual development, around the Enneagram, about the stages of growth in our life, like his mm -hmm. the second half of life and really ushering people into that and understanding. And then Parker Palmer has been really good for um, vocation of like, how do you understand your vocation, your sense of what am I supposed to do in the world and how does that grow out of who am I going to be and my calling around that, right? And then back in the day, loved me some T.D. Jakes mm. and Joyce Meyer, <laughs> right? I used to love Joyce, Joyce Meyer. Meyer. Oh my gosh. Such I was a truth, right? At a different point. It, yes, in my yeah, life, it's totally different. I mean. But like, yeah. told, like I love the truth tellingness of her, of right? Her, and I yeah. think I think that yeah. that's like reflective of me of like, yeah. I might give you a hard word, but it's gonna be a good word, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's gonna yeah. change your soul, right? And in the idea of battlefield of the mind, of like so much happens on the inside of us, like we are our biggest thing that holds us back, right? Because we're right. stuck in our minds and these unhealthy thought patterns and ways of being that we just end up playing out. Um, sexuality, Come As You Are, Bell Hooks, the trilogy that you already talked about, yeah. Calling in the One. I recently read Ethical Slut. Oh, that that's really one of my good. favorites. And there was one that you mentioned, I can't think of it off the top of my head, um, Hot, Hot and, and Unbothered. unbothered. Yeah, that was a that one a is good really one. good. That one's good, and that has the yes, no, maybe. And a yes, no, maybe is basically you do it. All of these different like sexual acts and practices, you kind of figure out where you are. Would you like to try it? Have you tried it before? Is it strong? Yes for you. Your partner does it, and then y'all kind of come back and negotiate that together. So nobody's talking about these things. You think you're just supposed to get in the bedroom and negotiate it there, and and I think it's helpful for women to do it because we are on. 
we're all always on the negative side of negotiation, meaning we have to like usually be the ones that are pushing back or or just are in society, gender norms, right? Or, or think of as like passive beings when you think about sexuality. And so I think that yes, no, maybe list will, is an opportunity for you to be active in thinking about what is it that I want, need, and desire, want to try, or don't like, and I never tell them I don't like, or have an experience. Uh, I was just watching uh, the First Wives Clubs, the Mm -hmm. the redo of it, and it was, maybe this might be a spoiler alert, season two, but anyway... Her husband is minute and, and uh, quitted uh, type of brother, and she's like, I haven't had an orgasm in the 17 years since we've been together, right? 17 years, right? And I think that some people's, it, the devil is a liar. I said, get you behind me, Satan, with that. With that. <laughs> All the good black Christians, y'all understand Come on. that. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> I bind you in the name. She, she binding and loose. <laughs> We're going to lose pleasure. Come on now. Release. 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 <laughs> I receive. I receive. I receive. We are foolish. But, like, that's a long time. And get, then ready, they, get ready. Get then ready. Get ready. they started to have conversations about negotiating with that. Yes. What her pleasure meant. And I'm not saying it's usually gendered in the sense that women get the short end of their stick. So things right. like that that help you own your voice and right. to say, no, wait a minute, let's talk about this. And people don't think that you should be talking or think that this oh supposed to be natural. We supposed to you talk, you get your communication skill up. And let me just say, for the for us queer folks out there, you know, in same gender relationships, the same mindsets are still there, mm. right? So while I date women and in a relationship with a woman, it still doesn't mean that I'm not unlearning those mm. socialized ways yes, of what it part. means for me to ask for what I want, right? Or for us or those to can explore. become very gender, very gender polarized. Right? Heteronormativity yes. is real, right? And it is a a deep ocean that we all swim in, and that for those of us that are in queer relationships of any kind, we are actively unlearning those socialized patterns of behavior that come into the bedroom, right? And that's another reason why the Yes, No, Maybe list and Hot and Unbothered is a great um, resource to think about how even heteronormativity impacts us as queer folks. Because I think the bedroom, you know, it, there is a there is a scripture that says, right, the bed is undefiled, right? And I won't get into all of the problematic interpretations of that. And at the same time, when two or more people that have consent and they're in mutual affirming relationships come together, it becomes an open exploration, exploration yes. no matter what, right? Because everybody should be achieving the orgasms that they deserve and that they Amen. want, right? And there are some of us out here who may not be interested in orgasms, and that too is okay. Mm-hmm. But we have exploring to exploring pleasure. That exploring pleasure, and we can dispel the pressure that comes when two people, two or more people, come together, and it's like, well, the ultimate goal is to give you an orgasm, and it's like, actually, that might not be my ultimate goal, right? It might be deeper connection, and I think like exploring tantric sex mm-hmm. and deep breathing, and this couples yoga person I've been following on Instagram, and how 
sensual and intimate that work is. So anyway, I just wanted to... And resources can help be a catalyst for yes. these types of conversations. Absolutely. Right? We're going to bring it back in. Bring it back in. So I think what we also want to talk about in this episode was uh, the healing blueprint, right? Yes. So we need to know our own healing blueprint so that we know what resources we are to gain. So you can tell me and Lisette are nerds. We like to read. <laughs> and we love a good journal. We love that it. is not everybody's need and, and mode, right? So yeah. talk about what you mean by healing blueprint, uh, Lisette. Yeah, I think introducing terminology that gives us agency is part of what I'm called to do in the world. And so defining healing blueprint as a guide to bringing together parts of ourselves to a healthy place by using various technologies and modalities so that you can feel a personal sense of wholeness within yourself. Amen. I feel like I want you to say that one more time for yeah. the people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> a healing blueprint. It is a guide to bringing together parts of ourselves to a healthy place by using various technologies and modalities so that you can feel a personal sense of wholeness. Boom. Sit with that for a second. Right? That's a lot. So so give us some examples. What what is part of your healing blueprint, Reverend Doctor? For me, it is at first recognizing that there is something off. Mm. Right? I'm paying attention to the things that are agitating me, maybe the things that I'm sad about. Maybe I'm having some kind of desire or hope, and I have to sit with, like, what is it? Mm -hmm. What is the thing that's calling to be addressed in me? And sometimes that requires um, silence. I do like to pay attention to my mood, you know, and what others are saying to me either agitate, spark, or resonate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because sometimes I might be watching something or I might be talking to a girlfriend of mine or a friend of mine or whatever, and it may, it may do something. And I... As we've named, I'm a journaler, so I'm going to journal. I'm a free write what came up. And so for me, once I start there, then I can engage, okay, what is what is it that I need? Do I need to read a book? Is there a documentary? Is there something that do I need to journal more? How do I then address this need within myself? Do I need to be in a group coaching situation? Do I want to talk to my coach have I is my therapy you know when is when is my next therapy session so that then a helping professional may be able to say oh help me to refine what exactly it is that I am wrestling with in that moment um, because I think that clarity is important and I think as somebody who believes in rituals and practices that connect us to the divine or connect us to that which is greater than ourselves then I invite those opportunities so Silence, walking, water, you know, sand, all kinds of like different rituals that that end up working. Um, spiritual baths, which mm. are part of African indigenous religious practices that really allow you to, you know, kind of wash off some things. Cleansing, yeah. Know, cleanse some things so that you're open to like, number one, being clear about what is going on. Because sometimes there's so much noise. That part. Right. And I think a healing blueprint really does allow us to say, OK, for the first couple of weeks or months, I'm going to use this and then I'm going to try this. And then so it's a guide. It's not it's not dictating. It's not it's not stringent. It's not fundamentalist in nature. It has to flow. 
And it does require us to be attentive to ourselves. Yeah, that part. And so what I hear you saying, which is very similar for me, is deep paying attention to the waves of your heart, mind, and soul and what's happening in your body. A diagnostic times where it's just like, what does this mean about where I am mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally? Yeah. And then, then what do I do with that? What prompts, whether it's a companion, a modality, a particular technology, a retreat, some rest, right? And yeah. then kind of like giving you what's your prescription right and it could be different obviously depending on what is ailing you right so to taking that approach which i think is helpful i think it's time for a break though break it up break it up break it up If you just tuned in, you are listening to Black Coochie, recorded in the studios of WRIR 97.3 FM. Today we're talking about the role of resources and a healing blueprint for our sexual spiritual lives. And now let's explore healing technologies. So some folks might be like, what do y'all mean by healing technology? That's just a big fancy you word. You know, Lisette likes big words. I do. She likes big things. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yes, I do. And to simplify it for all the folks, because we also make things accessible, when I use the language of like a healing technology or spiritual technology or modality, A technology is a way to do a thing, right? We use technology. We use computers. We use our phones. We use printers, blah, Wi-Fi routers, those types of things. For for healing technologies or spiritual technologies, these are the individual ways in which we access spirit, right, or access that which is greater than ourselves. And a modality is just a perspective on how you do a thing. So... Let's name them. Can we share? Why don't we share a story or two about what are some tra- transformative experiences with different healing modalities? So I'll name them, and then if you have a story, so you could do hypnotism, alternative healing, sound baths, spiritual baths, Reiki, somatics, visualization, either ecstatic or sexual. I've had spiritual direction. I've, you talked about spiritual t- retreats. I think travel can be experienced or any other experience. So have you experienced any one of them and kind of want to share how uh, it helped you on your healing journey? I have a, I have used an alternative healer. She was specifically trained to work with women and their mother wounds. Mm. And part of her healing blueprint, part of her, her technologies or modalities was um, guided visualizations and hypnotism. Mm. So in working with her, she helped me connect to three generations back of the mat- of my matrilineal line mm. and did a guided meditation on love. Mm. So it was me, my mother, my grandmother, and my great-grandmother, and my great-great-grandmother, and did a guided meditation that was just so powerful and transformative um, and helping me acknowledge the love lineage between these women. Come on, love lineage. Um, and, I love that. And really has pushed me. So 
I believe in alternative healers. And yes, I still believe in Jesus and plead in the blood of Jesus. And I believe there's space for both. I know a number of people who have the mushrooms, ayahuasca, and other types of just healing modalities that really opened up or broke down some of the, the barriers or uh, that we have around that they're really protective for us growing up. So, but. But at a certain point, we need to move through those. So I've had some, you know, I travel a bit. And one of my uh, most recent spiritual experiences was going to this water purification temple while I was in Bali. Nice. And it was like being re-baptized, right? And so you, and I had a guide that kind of took me through it. You set your intention or your desire for the space. You light incense to have that go up to the gods and to the universe to set your intention. And then you're on this line. You put on this green sarong. Everybody's in the line. And there's holy water that they've prayed over that comes down from the mountain out of these spigots. And there's about 10 or 12 of them. And then you go through them and you wash your face and your head and you're setting your intention. And you bring those you want to be a part of that. So your friends, your family, Mm -hmm. you're setting that. And I just prayed like healing, wholeness, and love, right, for the people that are myself and people that are close to me. And then you do that through all of the spigots and you come out. And it was just such uh, both visceral, but something that was happening that you can't name that not only spiritually felt like a cleansing, but it was like the vibrations of my soul had been Mm -hmm. cleansed and changed, right? And where it was like a tuning fork, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a really wonderful experience. So kind of like the spiritual bath that you were talking about of that cleansing. Mm -hmm. So lots of healing modalities that, that, and we probably named a number that you could explore as part of your process. There's so many or mm-hmm. or therapy, right? That's, we haven't named that. That could yeah. be a healing modality. There's Absolutely. so many types of therapy. I happen. My friend was talking to me about something called um, internal family systems, which mm-hmm. is basically bringing all the different parts of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And we can bring that not only spiritually and as part of your person, but your sexuality. What are the different parts of yourself, right? Yeah. I was again watching the Beyonce movie and she was like there's so many different parts of myself there's like the me that's this nurturing mother you see it in the film this nurturing kind mother there's this me that's on the stage that's Sasha Fierce that's doing the thing that's and then there's the, re- the me that's running my business right mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's many even many more parts of yeah. herself and parts of ourselves so how do you work with those parts and bring them together in the spirit of wholeness into cultivating that so yeah. lots of work um, I think to we be gotta done. get to our prompts. Okay. Do you want to prompt us? Sure. So you all know if you're if you're listeners to Black Coochie Podcast that we enjoy offering a closing proper practice that really connects around our tagline of healed, whole, and free. So for today, what is your healing blueprint? What modalities um, have been instrumental to your spiritual healing? Or what are one or two new ones that you would like to try? And what experiences have been instrumental to your sexual healing? And what would you like to try or want to try? Yeah, so hopefully we gave you some lots of things to think about, whether you want to get one of the books, whether you want to take these prompts and write about it, whether you want to try one of the healing modalities or technologies that we talked about. These are part of your tool bag, right? Mm -hmm. Or your toy bag that you might want to play with in order to get you to a greater sense of healing, wholeness, and freedom. Thank you so much for listening. 
This has been a great episode. I'm always grateful that we can share these resources. Thank you, listeners. This has been a great time on episode nine of the Black Coochie Podcast, a conversation celebrating the sexuality of Black women, inspiring us to be healed, whole, and free. Our next episode is going to be recapping our season, giving you some insights into the next season. Until then, please check us out on IG at Black Hoochie Podcast. Follow us on our website, blackhoochiepodcast.com, and check us out via email, blackhoochiepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time. time.